I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Hello and welcome to Frank Skinner's Absolute Podcast. I've never worked out whether it's called that or not, but here it is. And I'm with Emily and Gareth. Good morning. Yeah, hello. And uh, it's a bit different this week, isn't it, the show, in that it hasn't happened yet. Mm. Because um, I'm going off to watch the test match, so I'm going to be hanging around after doing intros <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> um, so uh, it's going to be great. I have a good feeling about it. I You've got my birthday lunch to come to because it's my birthday today. Oh, yeah, and it, Emily's birthday, um, I'm sure, will be mentioned during the show. Yes. And, uh, better be. Other yeah. things we're going to talk about in the show, maybe... Uh, well, we don't oh, know that, don't. but it's going <laughs> to be good. So, um, listen, I'm probably going to listen. Funny we could listen now. I am Phil Nickel might bit. come as well. Oh, Phil Nickel, if he turns up, he'll be the guest. Yes. Yeah, and, he, and we're expecting him to God turn. God willing. Yeah, God willing will be here as well. <laughs> um, so, uh, tune in and turn on. Absolute Radio. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, I'm here with... Uh, I'm, I'm Frank Skinner, better get that clear. I'm here with Emily and Gareth. Good morning. Hello. And um, what else? We're on Absolute Radio, aren't we? Yes, I think that's which is, right. Which is fabulous. And let me let me put this to you. What about this? If you want a really spooky, a slightly spooky, frightening start to the day, what about this? Oh, I'm frightened. And they start moving furniture in a minute, then it gets really scary. Brace yourselves. Oh, God, here it comes. Oh, that's it. Here we get it down the stairs, the box. You think I'll just pull it down? (laughs) Anyway, in case you're wondering what this is, it's the theme tune to Day of the Triffids, which is a 1970s TV show currently being re-shown on BBC Four. 1980s. Yeah, 1980s, sorry. (laughs) Very important. (laughs) You may have guessed from that that Emily's in it. (laughs) I thought it was from the 50s. How dare you? It's the 1980s, and uh, we watched it. Uh, Me me and Gareth watched it the weekend, Mm. didn't we? And um, you weren't in it. Well, I am in it, just be a bit patient. It was the first two episodes. You've intimated to me for years that you were the star (laughs) of Day of the Triffids. First two episodes, you weren't in. (laughs) I ended up on the cutting room floor, love. Well, yes, that's how you got the job, I heard. (gasps) I'm terribly sorry. How old were you, six? (laughs) I take that back, ladies and gentlemen. If if, If the director, casting director is listening... I imagine they're dead. It was so long ago. <laughs> Frank. But they might not be. Just accept I was in Dare the Triffids and it was a big achievement and you weren't. No, I wasn't in Dare the Triffids. That's absolutely... When was it made? It was about 1981, I think. No, I wasn't in Dare the Triffids. No. I was in the New Inn pub in Langley <laughs> Green um, in what, the West Midlands getting very, very drunk. Oh, OK. Um, so did you, did I was you too, play... to be fair. <laughs> Were you no, in there? I didn't see you in there. <laughs> did you play Triffid then, Emily? No one's ever said that to me before, as you can imagine. <laughs> no one's ever said it to me either. <laughs> um, no, a, I they don't call me Emily, and B, I have no Triffid associations, really. I've got a Triffid in my bathroom. I stole it from the set. I didn't steal wow. it, I was given oh, it by the director. Oh, they're like ten feet tall. No, I've got a mini. There were lots of baby Triffids when my oh, brother okay. died, and it was in the flower bed, and I got given it. <laughs> When your brother died, you mean in the program? Yeah. You were very yeah, casual. Not, my sorry. brother died. He was in the fu- he was in the flower bed. Oh my god! Sorry. 
Well, we, and it's actually a really, it's a really good, um, it's a good program though. It's mm. not like your modern day sci-fi's. You know, there was no need for gimmicks. No, no, no sexy girls or um, gay kisses. You know what I mean? It was just good mm. old frightening sci-fi. No, it was, and they had. But I was quite scared though because when the Triffids were operated by a little man inside them, who had a cooling fan because it got very hot in there. Yeah. So that was quite traumatic when I saw the man sort of driving around in the Triffid. I how didn't little? Like it. How little a man are we talking about? <laughs> he, he was of reduced size. Oh, I mean, okay. Yeah. I wonder what he's doing now. I don't know. Because the Triffid work dried up, didn't it? <laughs> but it, we had someone on recently who was going to be in Day of the Triffids, didn't we? I, I know we didn't know. Eddie Izzard is in the Eddie uh, Izzard, yeah. remake, oh, isn't going to be a new one. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So maybe that little man will get the phone call. <laughs> yeah. You know, listen, what oh, we need... Look, Jeff, all we need is a Triffid specialist. Hey, is, um, is Bill Morley still around? And then he'll get the call. I'm guessing he was called Bill Morley. It's a shot in the dark, but yeah. if I've got it right... No one could do a Triffid like Bill, though. <laughs> oh, God. He was a Triffid coach. <laughs> he <man>. was terrific. <laughs> hey? Absolute Radio. Look, if you want to watch the Triffids, it's on uh, BBC Four, seven o'clock and half seven uh, on this Sunday, tomorrow. We're calling it tomorrow, tomorrow informally. Tomorrow. I'll get a cheque for that, won't I? That's brilliant. Will you get a cheque? Yeah, I, I still get cheques for it. Do you wow. really? Yeah, of course not. Don't be so surprised. Well, it hasn't been on. I haven't seen it on Yeah, that's much. because actually in Dubai it's on. All over the world it's on. Oh, it's on in Dubai. I think <laughs> on a loop, isn't it? On Dubai television. Yeah, oh, they they love it. The uh, Dubai. The, 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 I'm quite big the in New Zealand Dubai. as well. The Dubudians. The Dubai, yeah, yeah. Let's call the whole thing Arabs. Um so yeah, that's uh, it was great, and it was all coincidentally in the world of the child star. It was the Harry Potter premiere this week, and it rained so heavily mm. that Emma Watson apparently to sort of soothe the fans and to, you know to give them a bit of compensation for getting soaked, showed them her pants. You got and her said, pants out. She said, "I don't normally do this, but you've stood here in the pouring rain here." <laughs> now we'll say no more about it. Keep it under your hats, and off she went. She's a very down to earth girl, I think. She looked really good. I really like her. Um, I can't work out now whether I like her or not from an attraction point of view. I don't. Know. I want to talk about someone's personal appearance. I think she's okay. um, she's an element of the jolly lead about her, as the French say. Oh no, she's straightforward, pretty Frank. Jolly lead. What does that mean? I well, it, it means literally. It means pretty ugly. Oh. But it doesn't mean she's pretty ugly. It means that from some angles she's pretty and from some angles um, she's less pretty. Basically, if a guy says it to you, you want to punch him. Well, I don't know. I, I've been out with uh, jolly lead women before. Don't name them. No, I'm not going to name them. Um, but, but, you know, I just make sure I stand at the right angle. <laughs> and then if I'm thinking this relationship isn't working, I move like about 15 or 16 degrees to my left and it con- you know, it convinces me I'm doing the right thing. Frank. Yes, is that a bad thing to yes. say? Yes. I'm sorry, I... Uh, let's move on. Um, I, I actually like the old uh, Harry Potter mm. films. Have you read the books? Uh, no. Oh. How old am I? <laughs> I've read all the books. Yeah, but that's you're one of those odd people that yeah. read children's books. What well, yeah, do you no, buy the? Um, do you buy Bonte as well every week? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, okay. I decided not the to read them. The minute I got a mortgage, I thought perhaps it wasn't appropriate for me to be reading Harry Potter anymore. I no. just I don't understand why you'd want to read that. I read one of those books. What's the other one? Philip Pullman. Mm. And I got to the end of page one, and then a moth started talking. And I just yes. thought, why would I read this in the book? Yeah, right. <laughs> not in real life. Yeah, so I know, I know. You know, you've had your dark days, shall we say, <laughs> in the Michael Jackson type mould. Shut up. 
<laughs> um, oh yeah, and then this mod started talking. Yeah, okay, yeah, I've got to go now. Anyway, well, it's all it's all very good. Um, so I've got a special effect for you. I love to play. This is a surprise special effect that you you don't know about. Who who is this? Sorry, I've, I've got to go. I think my baby's crying. <laughs> oh, well, it worked, you see. I should have just done it and not made any announcement. That was you me when got... I couldn't get a table at that? the Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, I thought you were just going to go, oh, Laura, the baby's crying. That's what I thought you were going to do. Yeah, that's Garrett's new oh, baby, Ethan. Ethan. Yeah, that's oh. his first ever, I think, performance on television. I thought he was quite good. So, good yeah. long power. That's so sweet. I could see, I envisioned the purple, slightly wrinkled face and some clenched fists. Mm. Maybe in small gloves to avoid scratching. Am I right? Am I in the right area? <laughs> we did start him off on scratch mitts, but we took him off because he he's fine now. Scratch mitts. Scratch mitts. That's, that's what, what they call he? them. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't hurt yourself. <laughs> I never knew that. Oh, I love. I'm going to learn all about babies from Gareth. Okay. Well, um, get your scratch mitts on. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. <laughs> oh, we've got a big. Um, uh, competition this this week, which is you can win tickets to the Wembley Cup. Now I know the Wembley Cup sounds like something your girlfriend would call the FA Cup. <laughs> is it the Wembley Cup this week? It's not called the Wembley Cup, <laughs> but there is something called the Wembley Cup now, and it's. Um, I it's... love the insight I just got into your home life there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's that bit, and uh, when you get on the radio, it says and and uh, late sports news, West Bromwich Albion. You go for have you said shut up, <laughs> shut up, you little look. Um, so, yes, so the, the Wembley Cup is um, Barcelona, Celtic, Tottenham Hotspur and um, Ali, Ali ha, ha, a team from Egypt. And um, it'll be in Wembley and uh, we've got, oh man, we've got all sorts of, I'll, do, I'll tell you after, but honestly, get ready with your pencils and papers. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd never live to see that, it's like being on Blue Peter. So, yes. So that's Why is it those four teams in the Wembley Cup? That sounds quite random. Well, it's it's in it's the summer. Everyone else is on holiday. Oh, okay. Now what they do is they they'll pay those teams because they're teams that people want to see. Okay. Ali Harley, Harley yes, Harley. the Egyptian champions. Yes. How, how do they? Don't walk? say it like you know it, Gareth. <laughs> yes. So um, yeah, they play the pyramid formation. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we were talking about the fact that Prince Harry has got a new... We think he's, he's got a new girlfriend. Well, we don't time. know, yeah. It seems to be Natalie Imbruglia. Wow. It said Natalie Imbruglia nabs Prince Harry. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah. Um, now, she's someone, see, who is classically... She is someone. She, well, <laughs> is she? Um, she? She is now, but... Um, She's someone who's classically seen as very beautiful, but you right. know, you know those things when there's very beautiful people, and you think, "Oh, dog, it doesn't work for me." Mm. She's one of those. Well, I think that song "Torn" that she did mm. is quite a vulnerable when she says, "I'm cold and I'm shamed, lying naked on the floor." Yes, that's quite moving, isn't it? You think, well, "Oh, poor Natalie." I, I end most of my days. <laughs> Usually. I always thought Torn was... a good a... day that someone shamed and naked on the floor. I, I think you'll find that Torn is a reference to a scratch mitts. <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't rhyming slang, if anyone's listening. <laughs> but it's a difficult... T- I've never... She's like a very attractive version of Orville. Mm. You know, she's got those really big eyes and little cheeks. Well, do you need to make Orville any more attractive? Well, I don't, but I think Keith Harris is giving him a bit of a workover at the moment. She's not what I would have envisaged for Prince Harry. 
Does this sound like I'm about to say something very bitchy? No. Okay. Well, I think we all agree that we like Natalie and Bruglia generally as a human being. Yes. Aren't we, Emily? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm sure okay. she's very nice. Yeah, I'm sure. But I just, I didn't know that it was it was that easy. Because she she's a bit older, maybe, than him. Is she? Yeah. Oh, I suppose she must be. She's about 34 and he's about 24. Well, you know. Mm. And she's not, think... she's not a sort of blue-blooded. So if, I'm just saying if I'd have known it was that easy, I would have had a pop myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's a bit insensitive, to be honest, to be going out with an Australian during an Ashes series. Yeah. Mm. This is the sort of thing the royals in the old days would never have done. But now, you know, they just do what they like. And uh, I, well, I disapprove, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I felt myself floundering then. I don't often flounder <laughs> on this show. I just thought, in truth, I don't have an opinion on Harry and Natalie. Do you, do you and care, Frank? I care. Do I tell you what I care. I don't think famous people should go out with each other. It's oh. always been my... I felt once I got famous, I, it was my duty to spread it about to me. <laughs> that's very good. I mean, that's too... What you've got, if you've got two famous people, that could have been two relationships mm. that had a famous person in them. Yes. And now you've got... You're... In, you're, in, you're condemning two not famous people to go out with each other Hatterley as a couple is the name that I would give them you know how celebrity couples have a name like oh Jennifer, yes Hatterley Harry That's, and Natalie it's good yeah I, Nary I like <laughs> Nary Nary's <laughs> good Nary I saw Nary in a club yeah so what we I, 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 we're going to have a phone in which is why we've brought this up um I'll bring. I'll be honest with you. I'll, I'll show you the workings of our minds. <laughs> and uh, we thought, who, if there was going to be a celebrity couple that doesn't currently exist, who would you like to see as as a couple? Now, don't nothing silly like uh, Jonah Lomu and Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that's necessarily silly. I mean, I'm not saying that they couldn't find love. Jacokin. I mean, Jacokin. Yeah. Yeah. Was that what it would be? Um, Kalumo. <laughs> Kalumo's better. Malu Maluku. Maluku. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing. No, anyway. Um yes. Now it's also um if you want to if you want to phone it sorry I just not it's not working this morning. Shall we just start again? Good tackle I've heard Jonah Lomu. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. Oh, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm going home now. <laughs> so if you want to text us, it's on eight one two one five or eight twelve fifteen or eighty one thousand two hundred and fifteen. <laughs> whatever you want to call it, text us on that. Which celebrity couple would you like to see together? And uh, could they suggest what name they would have if they had a celebrity? Well, yeah. that, yes. Name? Well, let's not overtax yeah, them. Don't do that. If that's like a special. Class. If that's going to stop you from texting, just text yeah, in just, and we'll do the work. Just send us the base. Yeah, it's we'll like a flat, be like a flat pack that's joke right. arriving, yeah. and then we'll put, do our we'll best to put it, it together. It yeah, we'll turn it into comedy magic, of course. And now I should announce officially that it's Emily's birthday today. Happy birthday to you! E e e! Happy birthday! Now there are people at home thinking, "Good." me, Stevie Wonder is in the studio, but he is, and that was Gareth. But um, we are very happy birthday, Emily. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Gareth. And can I say, I consider it a special treat to share your birthday with you on the air. Oh, let's give her the lovely. bumps. Oh, no, that's less nice. Oh, let's give her the bumps, but let's do it. Let's, let's use this as the, as the background music. Absolute Radio. So, um, we've got a big competition for you today, like they do on proper radio programmes. You can win four tickets to the Wembley Cup. And you don't only get tickets, you get uh, to stay in a hotel on the Friday and the Saturday. 
uh, as well in London, right? So if you're in London, you, you know you can you don't have to stay at home. You'll save on electric, <laughs> and um, and if you're outside of London, it's, it stops you just hanging around in parks and that. The way a lot of people from outside London seem to come down and think they can just sleep on the street and that's all right. But don't complain about how expensive it is. No, don't, don't start saying, oh, I can't believe this. It's two £2 pounds for a can of Coke. <laughs> yeah. It's very pricey in London. We know oh, it is. it's pricey. And if there's one thing I hate, it's pricey. Peter Andre, 2009. So um, so this this is the competition, right? And um, I, I, the question... Shall I tell you the question for us? The condi- I have to give the conditions, because we don't want a sort of Anton Deck situation where I'm, you know, accused of doing some strange thing where you know there's dodgy dealings oh, you've done strange things yeah but I'm not <laughs> suggesting that Ant and Deck are crooks or anything. They're, they're very much they're very nice chaps but you know there was a bit of confusion about yeah. which is which yeah, yeah the which is which thing when apparently one was uh, being the other one so here's the thing um, you uh <laughs> oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Yes. It's on Friday the 24th and, and uh, Sunday the 26th of July at Wembley. You'll get four tickets, right? And as I say, you'll you'll uh, stick in a hotel and it'll be lovely. You have to make your own way to London. I'm making that clear because I want people phoning the show saying, you know, well, I'm, I'm in Northampton, where's my car? <laughs> right? <laughs> and um, if you want to find out about it, you can look at uh, www.thewembleycup.com. If that's the kind of spare time you've got in your life. Do that. I think that's a really nice prize. It's a very nice yeah. prize. I'm not. I'm not questioning the prize. So here's, here's the conditions, right? We have to do this now, before, otherwise we'll end up in prison. Um, text <laughs> You're making your, it sound so scary. They're very touchy about it now. Okay. Oh god, I'm worried about doing a competition generally. Text your name followed by your answer to uh, an usual number eight twelve fifteen. Right? Have you got that? Have you got your pencils? <laughs> I said get your pencils before. Um, if you're in a car best not use your pencil um, we'll pick a winner at random and call you back so don't switch off your phone so that you'll also get to speak on live on air and let's face it somebody should have a go at doing it properly uh, and then the lines are open now and the line, are the lines open? No, I have to have the question first. That's probably sensible. So that's the kind of little slip that got Anton Deck into such hot water. It's like you, you say, we pay in here. Yeah, and you don't want to put Anton Deck in hot water. More than about two foot, they're in danger. Lines are open now, and you've got oh. to... I, they're not open now. I've told you they're not open. They're not uh, get your pencils yeah, ready. Park the car. And How you're long not, is this going to take? The question... The question uh, text your name, followed by your... I've got to read these out, all right? <laughs> the question is... Uh, as I said, this, this tournament includes um, Tottenham Hotspur and Barcelona FC. I want you to tell me which novelist managed both Tottenham Hotspur and Barcelona. I'm going to give you that question again in a sort of DJ voice. Which novelist managed both Tottenham Hotspurs and Barcelona? Just Is it Ian McEwan? No, it's not Ian McEwan. Oh. Don't you guess. Okay. Because I'm damned if I'm going to put you in a hotel for two <laughs> nights. Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens I wouldn't mind putting in a hotel. <laughs> okay. Or maybe a hotel ashtray. Um, okay, so that's it. So if if you know the answer to that question, text to eight twelve fifteen in the most legally okay way you can that won't get me into trouble, and you can get four tickets. Do they get four tickets for for each day, or four tickets over the two days? 
for each day. Four tickets for each day. That was that was Em. In case you thought, <laughs> is that him doing another voice like some sort of weirdo? Has he got a glove puppet there? That was that was not me. That was Emma, our producer, who basically runs the whole show. Um, can I just say that? And we love her as well, don't we? Yes, we love you, we Emma, do. and we love you, Emily. <laughs> yes, we love. You're sounding love a bit insincere now. Oh. Uh, oh. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. That was uh, read my mind, and if you've done that, you will need to know the band. Thinking, was. I love being on Absolute Radio. I am thinking that. Who Excellent. wouldn't think that? And no. can I say we have been inundated? Is the only word I, we've never. Yes. I had no idea. I'll be straight. I thought about eight people listening to this show, and uh, uh, it's incredible. We've had yeah. millions of, of entries. One thing, one piece of information I forgot to mention is each text um, costs four pounds <laughs> fifty. <laughs> That's I, I not think, true. No, it's not lying. true. It's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, what, what we're saying is normal it, text rate, isn't it? Is that what it is? I think so, yes. Don't sound, try and sound all professional. Yeah, like you, like you, you know. Well, I've had to time. write all the names down of all the people <laughs> who have texted in, and too many people have texted in, frankly. Okay, well, we, the lines are no clothes. Can we say that? Close. Lines are no... What did I say? No right. clothes. No, I was just... Yeah, the lines, the <laughs> lines... back up. The lines have no clothes. It sounds like a sort of weird sh- mm. washing line commentary. <laughs> um, yeah, so don't, don't send any more, but we've got lots of uh, correct... Um, things and we're going to get the winner on the phone on the, the show yeah and they'll be and live 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 but for all you people who've sent in I, I just mm. thank thanks so much that you listen to the show because we've never seen any figures any listening figure no. I honestly thought it was like two people in a car going from Dunfermline to Glasgow and I thought that in that car was your girlfriend and my mum yeah exactly uh, but so that's brilliant it's brilliant news your byproduct of the competition is we found that mm. people actually listen Unless they just tune in for competitions and are um, psychic. Yeah, and have been sorely disappointed so far. Yes. Well, I might do another competition yes. now, however popular it is. I might give away some, some of my own stuff. Um, I've, I'm a bit sunburnt, I'll be honest. And my face is a bit uh, it's a bit pink. Oh, you shouldn't do that. It's bad for you. No, I know. But I tell you what, I went to the, the test match on Thursday in Cardiff, right? Hard to believe, I know, but that's where it was. And uh, it was a very cloudy day, so I thought, well, it's a cloudy day, I won't bother with the hat or any of that mm. stuff. And then I got on the train and uh, looked in the mirror, I, I looked like the singing detective. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. Did you not put any protection <laughs> on? Uh, what, what, no. You can still get tanned through the sun, did you not know that? Sorry to sound so appalled. Tanned through the sun? Yeah, a tan through the clouds. No, well, I didn't know that. That's that's my, that's my the whole okay. point of the story. Um <laughs> You've got a hair bow and your headphones, and it looks very peculiar. Is that a hair bow because someone bought you chocolates for your birthday and you thought, no. I'm having that bow? No, it's a fashion thing, and it looks really good. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so I sat there, and I got burnt through on a completely overcast. So those of you who think that can't be done, it can be done. So wear sunblock all through the winter. But I don't understand. What's the, how, how, why don't we get sunburnt all the time, then, if you can get sunburnt through clouds? I, d- I don't know. I don't Do you know the answer. Get, what you, am I, the meteorological office? Maybe you got cricket burnt. Maybe watching cricket burns you. Yes. This um, is an important Do you always get, get... Do you go brown, though, or do you always get burnt? I, I mainly go... I look like someone who was looking for a small item of jewellery in a blast furnace, <laughs> is how I usually go. I have a take on a sort of Sir Alex Ferguson type of a hue. But I once, I once got very... Oh, I got very bad. I was on the beach at Eastbourne in uh, Sussex. Is that in Sussex? Yes. Yeah. And uh, 
I don't have a map with me, trust me. And um, a friend of mine had said to me, the best way to get a good tan is to cover yourself in olive oil. <laughs> so I no. bought some, I didn't know, I, so I bought some olive oil and I covered, smeared myself, I mean I was dripping with it. Uh, it would have, I would have been very. If you, no one could have grabbed me, they they couldn't have got any purchase. But I lay there and I thought I'm burning a bit. I better put some more oil on. So I, every time it got hotter, I added right. more. And I lay in the sun, honestly, for about six hours, slapping on the olive oil. That night, I was in um, Kingston Casualty, Kingston <laughs> Hospital, That's and they gave me stuff that they give to burns victims. Really. That I was is, in a terrible that state. That is a terrible... Who gave you that advice? Jamie Oliver? I did see a woman on the beach once putting on crisp and dry. Do you did remember you? that stuff, crisp and dry, that you'd use? I think it was in the 70s or 80s, and I did see that once. Well, yeah. I had psoriasis at the time. I used to put on shake and vac. <laughs> Absolute radio. So the competition is it's closed, and we've had yeah. so many entries, and we've had people from Hong Kong and all sorts. Yeah. So people listen to us in Hong Kong amazing isn't it it's changed my life this competition I am I, now <laughs> I've become slightly self-conscious I didn't know anyone was listening otherwise I would have tried to do a more professional job Matt the postie who um, texted in said that he said it's because we had loads of Spurs fans he thought that's why we had so many entries oh, well, we have Spurs fans listening to the yeah. show I like the idea that we have one small <laughs> subsection of society just Spurs fans for a random reason oh, perhaps they identify the, my, the sadness in my voice Hey, you know, we were looking, asking about celebrity couples and who would be good, fantasy celebrity couples. Yes. Someone's um, emailed in and suggested they haven't given their name, which is a shame because I think it's rather good. Yeah, and we like to give out their names yeah. because it makes us yeah. feel like so tell part us of your our name. family. Because Listeners. it's Didier Drogba and Grace Jones, and they think they should be called Disgrace, which I think is quite good. It is quite good, and they'd make a lovely couple, might I say, but it, you need an S, don't you, for Disgrace? Oh, yeah, You've got okay. Grace. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. She needs to go out with Disraeli, really, the former <laughs> Prime Minister. Yeah, which would be difficult. Did she go out with Disraeli? I don't, think she, I don't think she went out with Disraeli. I think um, she might have gone out with William Ewart Gladstone. <laughs> That's but, why I was upset when Danielle Lloyd split up with Jermaine Defoe, because she would have been Danielle Defoe, which <laughs> would have been brilliant. That would have been. Oh, if only Whoopi Goldberg had married Peter Cushing. <laughs> so, yeah, and is there any other, is there any other celebrity couples? Yeah, we've got um, Brian Blessed and Eminem. Bless them. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, I like the fact that somebody that's obviously it's halfway that it's a sort of sketch pad towards yeah. a joke. And the both thought, no, I'll send it in. <laughs> they said they'd have a flat pack thing. Who sent that in? Um, oh wait, I'm it's no good moaning. They don't send the names and then don't read Do the. You know name. what it is? It's all the confusion with Venables. It's just all gone mad. Okay, that's oh, from no, Johnny Miller. All, no, you've given the oh, answer oh, to the competition. I can't. Oh. You've taken all the tension out of it. The producer oh, said it was fine. Place. Okay. Okay, sorry. Who was the name of the person that sent it? <laughs> Johnny Miller and Great Yarmouth. Oh, good old Johnny Miller. I feel really bad now. Have I ruined the whole thing? Yes, you've ruined my day. If that means anything to you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Not really. No, the uh, lines yeah. are closed. It's fine, isn't it? Oh, okay. That's okay. The lines are closed. The competition is done. We'll be speaking to the winner after the news. Absolute radio. Frank, someone wants your advice. Okay. <laughs> I see you as something of a sort of spiritual guru figure in my life. I do genuinely think that. And so this guy, I do. And this guy has said, Frank, I, I know you're a man of the world. Mm. I want some advice. It was my wedding anniversary on Wednesday and my wife went out with her friends leaving me at home with the kids. Do you think this is the end of our marriage? 
He's given his oh, name. God. I know. But I'm not going to give his name because I think he might have written it in anger and might regret it. So it's not it's just a, he doesn't want just a straight yes, no answer. No. I'm what a, do you think? Well, I. This is, how long have they been married? Does he say that? He doesn't specify. Uh, you see, I They've think, got kids, so it's presumably think, quite a while. One thing that one has to remember about marriage, you know, it, it, it's not a prison sentence. And I, I think I agree with what... Um, with Rilke, the German poet, when he said in a relationship that you should look not to own the other person, have them as their other half, you should be the the guardian of their solitude. In other words, you allow them to develop and to be their own person. You want them to be that. You don't want them to be defined by you and your love and your dependence. So it's great. As a celebration of their marriage and how solid that bond is, that she was able to go out with friends, not feeling that she had to fall in for the hackneyed cliches of society, that you have to sit across a, 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 crowd, a, across a table with a candlelight and a, and a gypsy violinist. No, that's not what love's about. Love is about letting that other person be free. Hold that little bird in your hand, and if you hold the hand open, it might fly away, it might stay forever. You close the hand, it'll die. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Um, so, we're not going to do the um, thingy, are we? The competition. The competition, no. <laughs> because we can't We're get the bloke's not answering his phone. Can you believe he's not answering his phone? First person has not answered his phone. So it just underlines how important it is to answer your phone. If you, if you, Always. If you go into Always a, in life. a competition, do answer your, you know, don't turn your phone off, eh? Also, why don't we have postcards at Absolute Radio with pictures of us three on? The way they do. When you look into a radio station, mm. you, get, you can get these lovely colour postcards with people like... Um, Alan Freeman, well not Alan Freeman, he's no longer with us, but you know, a DJ on, yeah. in, in headphones and maybe a, a t-shirt with the station and yeah. I've, I always really like them, if I go to a, a station to do an interview I'll, I'll pick up, you know, a couple of those cause... And you have a little album at home where you put all of those photos <laughs> No, I have, I have a little uh, bin at home <laughs> where I put them, Why but sometimes sometimes they go Frank? Why can't, can't we go? Can we get some let's, taken? Let's do, it, let's do it. And we can get all hair and makeup done and look really nice. Well, let's not go over the top. I'm not. I'm not paying for them. Can I make that clear? Oh. I just thought. I, to be honest, when you come into well, the reception, absolute, there aren't any of those. We'll go we? down a photo booth. We'll go to Woolies. Oh no, Woolies is shut. Where do you go if you want photos done now? If Woolies is photographer, shut. photographer. Photographer. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. So, um, uh, did you read about that kid who got uh, attacked by a ghost? I did, yeah, that was... Um, what do you make of those kind of stories? Because everything says to me that couldn't have happened. Well, it's funny with ghosts. I, I, I think there is oh, something... Oh, it's funny with ghosts. I don't think anybody's going to argue <laughs> with you about that. I think there's something about about ghosts. I think there might be echoes of something that w- went wrong or something that was... Um, but they know. don't exist. What do you mean? Well, in, in, in Genesis, when Cain killed Abel... Um, yeah. The um, God said that if any of you think that uh, there's been trouble in the band Genesis, he didn't kill him over musical differences. It was basically was the bass player Cain was no in the in the Bible. Yeah, um, yeah, Cain killed him. God said that Abel's blood cried to him from the ground. Yes, and so it's like you know there was an echo of that crime that was committed. So maybe ghosts are like something's wrong. And, you know, something needs to be put so right. So you do basically believe in ghosts? I think there's something. I don't know if it's just people wandering do around. Do you believe in Derek Akora? Deep. I note. think he definitely exists. <laughs> um, but I, think I can't he might believe be, he exists, though. I think he might be an echo of something very bad. <laughs> 
<laughs> the Liverpool Echo, in fact, it's who he is. So uh, that was a much cleverer joke than it got credit for, I thought. So we're not going to uh, we're not going to do the comp. So if you've if you've answered, and uh, I'll be straight with you, if if you got the answer, Terry Venables, which was 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 the right answer, and your phone's off, then please put it on. That's very very important. Absolute radio. That was uh, we are the people by Empire of the Sun, and um, I'm sorry there was there's been one or two sort of silences today on the show when I just couldn't find the right button. Mostly after things I've said. <laughs> yes, well, yeah, but I'm kind of used to that. But we have got the winner on the line now. We've Woo! got we've got Michael on the line. Can you believe that? Are you there, Michael? Hello, Frank. Hello, mate. Congratulations. Thanks a lot. I'm well chuffed. I'm a Spurs fan. Oh, oh well, that's absolutely perfect. Oh. So yeah. at least you'll get to see him probably on the first day. <laughs> so you've got you've got tickets for uh, for all uh, for all all two days, but you've got Brilliant. four tickets for each day. Have you got three mates? I've got three mates who usually come to season tickets holders Spurs with me. So um, yeah, Michael, it couldn't have worked out any better had the whole thing been fixed. <laughs> um, well, obviously it wasn't um, thanks, so, so the answer was uh, Terry Venable did you need to google it or did you just know that immediately oh no no I knew that because there's only one manager that's managed both it was, uh, yes. I didn't really know that uh, he'd written a book but I just sort of um, well, you know. there you go it's an educational programme Okay, yeah. well, that's absolutely brilliant and you live in London I presume yeah in Wimbledon so what will you use the hotel for um, well, it's my girlfriend's birthday next week, so I might just prolong it to, you know, just uh, pr- postpone her gift to the week after. <laughs> this, this is too much of a coincidence, isn't it? <laughs> this is absolutely... Um, and were you on your way... Your granny lives in Wembley. No, and that's, no. That's, uh, no, OK. Well, that's M- Michael, congratulations. And you're, right. first, you're our first ever competition winner. Thank and you. to be honest, the chaos it's called, <laughs> caused today, you're probably our last. <laughs> so, but well done. Well and, done, uh, it was, it was it was lovely. It was like the £4.50 text, then. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was lovely speaking to you, Michael. Take care. Uh, listen, Frank, um, I sent in that Grace Jones-Didier Drogba um, pairing as well. You did that? And you the, did that? Oh, the, the, the disgrace was a reference to at the end of the semi-final in the Champions League where oh, he went up to yes. the camera. Don't, say, going, don't say the whole thing. Don't say the whole thing. Because yeah. he no, did no, swear. No. So, you, you're, well, that, it, today, t- I, if I was you, I'd go and put some money on a horse. Because <laughs> <laughs> these things come in threes and... Uh, and, and today is obviously your day, your special day. Yeah, well, I think I'll, uh, I think I'll, I'll, I'll be happy with this. Thanks, Frank. Oh, what, what the man who's happy with his lot, how marvellous! True of so many Spurs fans. Okay, good day to you, Michael. <laughs> All right, you too, Frank. Cheers. Uh, that was Michael, our competition winner, and as if in, in a magical link, Phil Nickel, the comedian, <laughs> is in is here wow. in the studio. Unbelievable. unbelievable! Hello, Frank. Uh, can I say that Phil's from Canada? Yes, because you can. Pe- I don't want people worried about the accent. Right? No, don't worry about the accent. <laughs> I, can, be- I can actually pretend to be from Scotland if you want. And I could do that. Oh, no, that, then they'll re- then I'll just switch off. They'll switch off. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we've had a Scottish guest yet. No, I, no. Actually, I actually am from Scotland. Are you yes, really? Yes, I was born in Cumbernauld. Do you know, I never knew that, and we've met many times. You yeah, have, years, we have in, indeed. In squalid comedy dressing rooms all over the <laughs> we world. We have, and I've never turned on a Scottish accent for you. No. And you like John Barrowman, do you suddenly speak Scottish when it suits you? I do, actually, I have that when, my, when I've called, talked to my mother on the phone, and I'll be talking to my friends like this, and then my mother will call, oh, hello, Mum, how are you? Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. When but, you said, oh, you like John Barrowman, I really wondered where that <laughs> conversation was going. <laughs> Oh, well, well, I've already learned something about Phil Nicol I didn't know. He's actually Scottish. And that might uh, somehow explain your obsession with the Edinburgh Festival. Oh, well, it might explain it, yeah. I, I love the Edinburgh Festival. 
I think I've been. I think this is my nineteenth year. I've been going this year. Wow! Yeah. I didn't think. I don't think the the, the band who played the uh, bagpipe things have been going there that long. <laughs> no, no, the bagpipe was invented about eighteen years ago. Yeah. Is that uh, yes? <laughs> I remember that now. Yeah, it was a it was a response to the Ninja Turtles. That's right. You were in the tattoo at one point, weren't you, Frank? Um, I had a tattoo. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, but I had to have it removed because it was. Uh, I can't think of anything funny. <laughs> no. I think sometimes if you can't think of anything funny, best to just move on because you're only treading water. I actually had a friend with a tattoo. It was a tattoo of Hervé Villachez, who played tattoo in the movie something or something something. Oh, James right. Bond film. oh he was the guy in Fantasy Island. Yes, that's right. Yeah, the blade, the blade. Oh, yes. yeah, the little yeah. tattoo. Yeah. yeah. So my friend very cleverly, he was a drummer, so he's mental. Yeah. Had a, had a tattoo of tattoo. That's brilliant. I yes. remember little tattoo. Oh, he'd have been at home in a triffid. <laughs> yeah, that's well, so. I could have tattoo the uh, the lesbian um, Russian pop duo. You, you you could. Yeah, that's. I like the idea of a tattoo themed. Gareth, Gareth could have a tattoo of the planet tattoo. Tattooing. Yeah. Hold on, is there a planet tattoo? Yeah, tattoo isn't tattoo. Tattooing. Tattooing. Yeah, in, um, Star Wars. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, one. how about that? Wait, that's fantastic. <laughs> how exciting. I brought just a heap of excitement to the show. How about that? I think we have to start plugging some of the things you're doing, Phil, because okay. you're, do- you're the busiest man in the world. Oh, okay. So we have to mention. I'm going to start off with um, your own show yes. in Edinburgh, yes. which I believe is called De- A Deadpan Poet Sings Quiet Songs Quietly. It is indeed. And it, what is it? it well, well, it's a, it's a um, departure for me because normally my stand-up is quite manic and uh, and frenetic. And the deadpan port was uh, me trying to do a deadpan comedy show, almost as a as a um, experiment. And it's become this poet character. And I have to say, I've been doing previews of it, and it's really difficult to stay deadpan for me. Well, it's very odd to just do a different person. That's quite yeah. that's quite gutsy. Yeah. Well, I'm doing it in a little tiny room, like a fifty seater. Right. So if it doesn't go very well, I'm not that embarrassed. You see, anyone listening will think to be humiliated in front of 50 people would be their worst nightmare. But comics will always say, oh, there's only like 1,500 there. It weren't <laughs> yeah, exactly. too. That's, you get this horrible hide that you're on where nothing can get through. You're so thick skinned. Well, I think you start, the more, the more you, people you play in front of, the, the less it becomes an issue. <laughs> can I point out that I've never seen Phil Nickel go badly and I've seen him probably 50 times so I don't oh. think it's very likely that this is going to happen well I, you weren't at my preview last night where they sat and stared at me <laughs> and they were young hipsters some people actually went out got some chips came back and then sat at the back of the room and ate chips and talked instead oh. of just going out and having chips they thought they'd come back and just rub it in as I'm dying the only sound you could hear was the waft of chip Right. If that you, is a sound. Are you familiar with the art of plugging a show? Yes. Oh, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. come on and say, I did it last night, people went out and got chips. <laughs> well, you never know, maybe a lot of chip fans that bring come. Bring your own chips. Brilliant show. <laughs> this, this, bring your own chip. Bring chips at the beginning so you don't have to leave and miss anything, miss any silence. Uh, we'll be back with more <laughs> Phil Nichols sort of slagging off his dirty shows uh, after this very, very marvellous song. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Oh, Tenpole Tudor, they oh. were great. Oh, yeah. yeah he great. actually um, was on right before Corky and the Juice Pigs won in 1993 at the uh, the Liquid Rooms in Edinburgh. I should point out that Corky and the Juice Pigs is, uh, Pigs is uh, Phil's band. Is it his band or was? Well, but, Do, yeah. Do we have but, a reunion on No, we haven't had a reunion. Okay. It's been 20-some years now, though. That must have been arranged because they were really popular, weren't they? They were really that... popular. No one ever went out to get chips while we were on. No, never. Exactly. <laughs> Look, I think we need to establish the chips thing. I, just 
Phil, I, don't, I know you're being, you're a very modest man, but Phil, the show will be great. I, you have my guarantee on that, because yes. they always are. Can I just say the show is great? Not okay. even will be great. It okay. is fantastic. Okay, sorry. So yeah. you're right. I should have. There was an element of hope in my voice, <laughs> and almost like uh, disbelief as no, well. No, you said you were trying it out, so it, I thought it, it was a work in progress. Well, it is a work in progress. And one of the things that happens right before Edinburgh is you do the previews, as you know, and the previews can they go they go up and down because it's new material. And you yes, don't know course. what works and what doesn't. So, of course. It can in be fact, very as scary. you know, we learn more from from uh, when ba- it goes bad down. gigs yeah. than good gigs. We and do. That's, that's why I know so much. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, but yeah. So that that'll be in Edinburgh, um, and the Edinburgh Festival obviously is in August. Yes, so we can go and see it because we're going up there. Yeah, we're going to do the show from I, Edinburgh. I yeah. hear that. I yeah, hear that, and I'd is... like you to come and do. I'd like you to come not to come and do something. I'd like you to come and do the show for me. Yeah, <laughs> that'd well, be brilliant. Well, okay, I'll have, have to check my diary. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> look, it's really good material. <laughs> um, yeah, it's on at nine o'clock every night at the Stand Comedy Club, which is like the uh, the the regular comedy club. Yeah, I know it well. It's, it's a legendary venue. Yes. But but it's not just that it's not just we don't want to give you that no that's there's more you're also doing a play with um i I find this slightly (laughs) with lionel blair lionel blair yes the dancer the uh the legend i I know he is (laughs) yeah he knows who you are yeah well i hope he does we've met in fact he taught me to line dance did he oh what a night what i mean line dance like achy breaky heart line dance yeah that kind of i didn't even know he was that well, he bought out a uh, a DVD, and, and it's not often we we uh, we plug a uh, a DVD that was out a very long time ago, okay. and uh, by someone who's not on the show. But he bought <laughs> out a, a DVD on how to um, how to line dance. Wow. It was called something like Lionel <laughs> yeah. Line, you see, <laughs> Line. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And, and he um, and he taught me how to do it. It's very, it's a very good teacher. I mean, he can dance. There's he, no question. He, he can certainly dance. Yeah. So you're going to be in uh, in what with him? I'm going to be in a, a, a 18th century um, post restoration farce called The School for Scandal by Richard Brinsley Sheridan. And, I know um, it well. <coughs> do you? Oh I, God! I, I, mean, I wish I had known because I would have got you in. Will you wear a you know, powdered actually, periwig? <laughs> yes, I will wear a periwig. I thought you might. I, and I actually thought, should I get Frank Skinner or Lionel Blair? Frank Skinner or Lionel Blair? And you were well, busy. me and him are always up for the same job. You are. I know. It's yeah. say you're dancing legs. But it's great to work with Lionel. You know, Lionel Blair was in um, in the Beatles movie. I think it was Hard Day's Night. He was? Yeah. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. My favourite thing he did was The Plank, the Eric Sykes film. Oh, yeah. He was in, he was in that, yeah. I forgot he was in yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, he's done he's done everything. If you go on the internet and you can see him uh, performing with uh, Sammy Davis Jr. on the Royal Variety performance. And what a, gr- a brilliant piece of da- tap dance that is. And he's still got very sort of springy hair. Yeah, he is. You yeah. have a feeling that if he fell... And I'm not saying he would yeah. fall, he's a very fit man. But yeah. if he fell, then his head would be protected. Yeah, well, like actually, carpet underlay. Yeah, but it's very, very sort of buoyant. He's, um, it is. You'd hair. get the feeling that if he fell, he'd bounce straight back up onto his I feet. I think he might. He's got that. He's got that sort of always bounce back show. <laughs> he, he, he does. Well, he's actually. Uh, I've been rehearsing with him, and he actually is brilliant. He is an old pro and and a wonderful guy. And he's playing Sir Peter Teasel in the show across from Bridget Christie, who is a, a wonderful new comedian who we've uh, we've cast as as Lady Teasel. And there's a there's an all star cast. Stephen K. Amos is in the show. See, this is a plug. This is a much better plug, plug than people yeah. walked out and bought yeah. chips. <laughs> now no, you're no, getting into it. There'd be no chips sold. 
during no, the show. God. Edinburgh will close when the show is and on. And will you get to say, fire and a pox upon you, Sam? Will you I, I will that? indeed. Oh, I, forsooth. I love all that. So. I love all that. So how does that work with you doing your one-man show? Is one at nine o'clock and one at ten o'clock? Well, I'm doing, I'm doing uh, that show at four o'clock. The School for Scandals at four o'clock at the Pleasance one as right. part of their 25th anniversary oh, uh, celebrations. My show's on at nine o'clock at the stand. Right. And I'm also doing another play at one o'clock in the afternoon. Well, now, um, before we go into that play, yeah. just imagine yeah. what your day is going to be I like. You're going to get up, you're going to do a play at one, a play at four, and your own show. Yeah, well, I'll get up about seven, do maybe work out for an hour and a half. Do That's run, not, run, Was that run, a joke? No. I'm going to run up run up Arthur's seat with a, uh, a bag of books on my back. Good right. books, though. No, Can't off the seat, by the way, is a local landmark. A local landmark, yeah. yeah. It would be similar to going up um, Alexander Palace twice. Yes. Um, <laughs> you're really going to... No, I'm you, really, You're not a I'm, physical fitness. I, I'm, I am, actually are. have been taking on. Yes, I've run a few marathons. I've, uh, I just came back from doing the Trail Trekker 100-kilometer hike in under 30 hours in the, the Yorkshire Dales. Right. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that doesn't surprise me. Why no, not? But first of all, you look, you look well. Thank but, you. But secondly... I was once in a play where I had to take my clothes off, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I found when I knew I start for the first time in my life, I started going to the gymnasium, right? Yeah. Because I thought you suddenly look in the mirror and you think I can't, I just can't. Yeah. And and you are a man who's been known to take his clothes off on stage. I, yes. Well, this is this is what happened. I did a show called The Naked Racist in 2006. And one of my friends... An was, ironic title, I like to point out. Yes, it was an ironic title. And, and at the end of the show, it's a true story about how I chased Nazi skinheads down the streets of Amsterdam uh, naked. And um, can, we, can, can we bookmark that? Because um, <laughs> I'm going to have some adverts now while people just get used to the idea. Okay. And then we'll be back with Phil Nickel after this. Absolute Radio. Uh, stop giggling in the back row, please, you boys. <laughs> Why are they giggling? Oh, I just saw the primary school children read to dogs. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, that's a, that's the story we were looking at. Oh, before. sorry. No, it's OK. No, 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 not at all. That's just ridiculous. Yes, it, it's... Uh, the idea is that... Uh, <laughs> Gareth, this is well, the story you particularly like. In liked. Bournemouth, it's in Bournemouth where I live. Children with low self-esteem, if they find it hard to read in front of people <laughs> at the school in Bournemouth, they've brought in dogs for them to read to. I like if it. I was a kid with a low self-esteem, if they said, "Right, you're a bit self-conscious about reading, go and read to the dog," I don't think that would help me. No, be, be even worse if the dog wandered away in the yeah. middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna be <laughs> you're hoping a bit, aren't you, for the dog's attention span? I mean, he's not going to really yeah. be looking. No. My reader started licking himself. My reader, my teacher, started licking himself while yeah. I was Do you reading. have your own reader? <laughs> yeah. He does. He Is it Kate Winslet? <laughs> <laughs> if Kate Winslet... Well, anyway, we won't go into that. Mm. We better, we've, got, we've still got another project, <laughs> Phil Nichols, to uh, <laughs> You're also doing a play called Gagarin Way. Gagarin Way, What, yes. is this in Edinburgh as well? This is in Edinburgh as well. established this. Oh, He's okay. working at 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, oh, 9 yeah. o'clock. And 10.45. What's, what's that one? At 10.45 is a show called Old Rope, which is a new material night. I run with Tiffany Stevenson here in London at the Phoenix Bar in uh, Cavendish Square. Every Monday night we do new, ma new material with uh, top headliners. Oh, okay. we've, had, we've had Ricky Gervais, we've had uh, Stephen Merchant, we've had uh, Sean Locke and uh, Russell Howard. And... He's getting into the plug-in. Yeah, really we well. are, really. Yeah. Yeah. So you're doing that in Edinburgh we're as well? We're doing that in Edinburgh as well, every night. Now, Phil, are we talking about the whole three weeks or whatever you're doing we, these we things are, yeah. for? So your day will be one o'clock plus Play, four o'clock play, play, nine o'clock show, ten forty-five show. show, and then and then I'm also hosting the best of the fest at the assembly rooms 
every, uh, once a week. The com- BBC Comedy presents once a week, and uh, then whatever exit. I'm doing a couple of Amnesty shows. Are you worried you might die? Uh, no. Well, that thought hasn't crossed your mind. No, See, with me, I'd be thinking not so much will I die as when will I die? <laughs> when will I die? When will I die? Yeah, I mm. just think uh, it sounds too much. Well, that's because you're I, only doing one a night. Well, now some nights I'm doing two, and already oh, yeah, then okay. I'm thinking, yeah. oh my god, that's too I much. Am. Yeah, yeah, it is too much. But you know, I, I'm older than you. How old do you yeah, feel? I, I, I'm 44. Oh, well, you look, you look so well for uh, it. Uh, thank you very much. It's it's it's, uh, it's a testimony to hard work. How old are you, Emily? That's oh, oh classified. Oh, 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 what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to guess oh, and say 22, I, 21. Oh, <laughs> I've come over all hot. Uh, move on, move on. So yes, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, I will be performing Gagarin Way at the Stand 3, with that, also with a group of comedians, the Comedians Theatre Company. Oh, and see what you've done. <laughs> you've triggered off the, uh, the Triffids theme. This is what happens. This is what Emily hears in her head, if anyone says how old are you. We have to evacuate the building. <laughs> this is like Just a nightmare Leave your stuff here. This is my nightmare birthday. Someone asked me how old I am. I'm so sorry. We should should have warned you. (laughs) As the dog. um, Anyway, you've got another show, and what's that about? I'm, I'm uh, so frightened about what's I'm, going to happen after. I'm doing you an cry, you actually crying. <laughs> I'm crying with laughter. So oh I'm yeah, sure you are. <laughs> uh, I'm doing an eight-hour Hamlet. Uh, oh, okay. Yes, <laughs> one of my friends suggested that I learn how to ride a unicycle so I can actually busk between gigs. Yeah. <laughs> so on the way, on the I mean, way to gigs. See, I think one of the nice things about the Edinburgh Festival is you get a bit of a social life. You get to see friends, to dine out, to sit in the park. Yeah, well, I'll do that. They're all in my plays. <laughs> okay. So rather than this, the Comedians Theatre Company runs runs these plays, and uh, it's all comedians that are in them. So I get to see Marcus Brigstock every day. Okay. Normally, yeah. normally it's I hard wouldn't. to chat when you're on stage playing. Uh... Well, you do tend to chat when you're on stage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but I, I don't know about you. I find I find it quite formalised. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what's well, Gagarin Way you... about? You might as well tell us that. Uh, Gagarin Way. It's a, it's Gregory Burke. You who... say Gagarin. I say Gagarin. Gagarin. Astronaut. Yeah, let's, let's call, call the whole, whole thing, thing off. Um, Soviet. Okay. Um, he, uh, Gagarin Way is uh, Gregory Burke's first play. Gregory Burke famously wrote uh, The Black Watch, which was uh, made into the West End, the National Theatre, and it was a teleplay. Okay. And it's, uh, it's a Scottish play about four guys who, uh, two guys who kidnap a, a Scottish executive. Well, actually, they think he's a Japanese executive, and they're going to they're gonna kill him. Uh, one thinks they're going to kill him, one thinks they're going to beat him up, and as a... Uh, a, a message to uh, the world, to the world, and what ends up happening is it goes all wrong. And will um, you be getting your Scottish accent out of mothballs? I, 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 I will indeed. I. Uh, I've never understood that Jean Ball Sartre like. You know, where's oh, he get all like, the where's he get all the credit? That guy sitting around in cafes, did he get it big bug eyes? It's just like Andy Murray. Aye, <laughs> yeah, like Andy, Andy Murray's got that sort of. It's like he's got oh, something. Oh, right, That's right. more like the Proclaimers. What is? Aye. His accent. Mine. Yes. Aye. Yes. You've recovered That's now. Well done. Thank you. Thank you very, thank you very Emily much. Emily has got back She's off back. the floor and into yeah. a seat. <laughs> How old are the Proclaimers? Oh, <laughs> I thought he was going back there. <laughs> How old are the proclaimers? About the same as each other. Yeah, I'm yeah. guessing. <laughs> yeah. That's all Who's the eldest? Um, Charlie the or the one with the glasses? <laughs> I don't know the names of the proclaimers. Charlie, you're taking Charlie. this Scottishness far too serious. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been googling Scottish figures. That's all I do. I go home. I've just got uh, TV screens in my house covered in Scots Scottish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to Edinburgh. Well, anyway, yes, that's and um, come and see my shows.
Well, so am I plugging? I'm plugging now. Uh, but I feel I have to go now, to be honest. Yeah. You've, you've plugged it too. Well, you're in one of them. To, oh, am I? Yeah, oh, God, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's listen to the beautiful Kasabian. Phil, it's been lovely having Thank you, you in. Thank you so much, You Frank. are the busiest man. Do take care of yourself. Thank you, I Emily. Mean, Happy birthday. Thank you, Phil. Yeah, see you again. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So, did we get any more celebrity couple ideas, or was it all swallowed up by... Well, uh, Listen to this, though. This is a bit of an odd one. It says, Frank, this song, and this was when you were playing the Fall song. Oh, yes. It says, this song reminds me of the Fall gig at Bilston Robin a couple of years ago. Yeah. Oh, yes. You were there. It was Mark E. Smith's 50th birthday, actually, the lead singer oh, okay. of the Fall that night. Well, it says... 50th birthday, that 50? rings a bell. <laughs> oh, shut up! <laughs> oh, Frank, no, you're what so horrible! <laughs> Oh, God, the alarm. Everyone in the back, you're in the building. <laughs> leave everything where it is. Just leave quickly. <laughs> People are really going to think oh, I am 50. I no, they won't. No one will think that. Who's um... right? Say something nice. Right. So, can I? Yeah. Sorry. It was. At the, I remember the Billston Robin yeah. gig. Yeah. Um, you were there, Frank, and I remember thinking, why is a bloke with all that money wearing a sheepskin coat with a fag burn in the back? Can you enlighten what? me, Graham Walsall? Yeah, it's probably not called Graham Walsall. No, Graham, comma, Walsall. Okay. So, Well, I'll explain? be straight honest with you. I, I didn't know... <laughs> I can't believe this. This is terrible news. I didn't know that sheepskin coat had got a cigarette burn in the back. Well, it has. I'm, I don't look at the back of it much. It might have been an angry ex-girlfriend. Yeah, it might be Graham Walsall who did it. It's funny, he's the one who remembers the didn't. cigarette burn. Graham Walsall, I think he worked with Eric Morecambe. <laughs> we did, we David did. Essex. We got some of the couples' emails, but we've lost them in all the Terry Venables. But it just looks like everyone is like. I think we can say now, can't we? Now that the dust has settled, is the competition complete? It was more than we could have. We it thought we'd have six people, four would get it wrong. But it looked like loads of people had just suggested Terry Venables and then someone no one had ever heard of as a couple. Oh, because they put their just name because on. Because it's all Terry Venables and Alan Reid. And it's like, well, who's yeah. What are you suggesting we're not up to? Um, monitoring a competition. Well, I just I didn't think there'd be that many entries. Well, I if, had to write down the numbers. And it was yeah, if you thought this show was no can read my writing. See, no one can believe that the presenters actually have to do stuff like that. These two, those <laughs> bits of paper. I can't believe that I had to do. So that. I've, honestly, I didn't get into this to be doing writing. No, I feel <laughs> like I've been in a terrible storm. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I will never. Can I just say now, we'll never have another competition. Michael is he's, he's our only competition. We can refer to him. And, and he's texted in asking how he claims his prize he has no idea oh god I forgot that did I, I was I supposed know. to tell no, him I don't that? think we're oh, supposed why to do, do people think... do competitions at all <laughs> I don't know but it's, it's made me feel stiff with stress and I never want to do it again I made you feel <laughs> stiff with stress yeah. oh, I hate it when that <laughs> yes oh god I think you'll find that's your arteries dear <laughs> so oh no what a voice <laughs> oh god so um I think we're nearing the end, aren't we? And, and also, I've also run out of music, because every time there was a mistake, I just played a record. <laughs> so we're going to end with adverts. So that's, I feel like that's a bit of a calm down. You know, I like to go into a goodbye, everyone. Da, 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 da. Yeah. But I'm going to go, goodbye, everyone. If you want new double glaze. I mean, that doesn't feel right to me. Anyway, goodbye, everyone. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.